Listener Production. We are continuing our traded mini series here on Footy Talk with Jay Z Clark. Today we're going to take a look at the final five teams Richmond, St Kilda, Sydney, West Coast, and the Western Bulldogs. Jay Z, let's start with the Tigers' new coach, Adam Uze. Which way does he go? Does he shake or bake? Does he try and top up <laughs> and compete and win a flag, or does he look to rebuild? Glass half full on the Tigers, Joey. There's no doubt about that. You're right, but there is a bit of a crossroads about him, a bit of a zig or a zag. They brought in, um, of course, the hard nuts um, in Timmy Taranto and Jacob Hopper. Didn't quite make the finals. A question mark for me, the Tigers, and Richmond fans will know this, um, really well. Who are their under-22s? Who are their first or fourth-year players that growth is going to come from? Because that's where they need uplift. I think there's no doubt about that. We really like Josh Gibkiss, and you know it a lot better than me. Which of those young p- Richmond players are going to bob up at the ground? We know, you know, short's a gun. We know you can count on Vloston. You know Groms would be good for 15 games at least. We know hopefully Tom Lynch can come back. It's just that the young players, because they haven't had a lot of the early picks. And this year, you look at the Tigers' first pick, 26, 45, 63. Just want to see that that youth come through. And that's where my uncertainty is with the Tigers. Yeah, they drafted five a couple of years ago that Judson Clark and Brown. Tyler, Tyler Sonzi, and Thanks. we haven't seen Brown. And I know everyone's, and you know, you can you can pick your numbers 22 and under, but they've still got a great crop of 23 to 26-year-olds led by Liam Baker yep. and Noah Bolter. And, uh, you know, guys that are in that age bracket. That, Bolton. Yeah, there's, there's still a Shea Bolton exactly right. So they have some top-end talent. Um, I still think they are a team that can really spike next year under a new coach, which we've seen from previous teams. Yep. They're going to get Jacob Kaczynski from the Hawks, you which like him? I like because I think this would be my personal preference. Yeah. I would be using Jacob Kaczynski as a key defender. Ooh. Another one of these so-called failed forwards yeah. that can really make a name because he's aggressive, mm. he's a good size, competitive I would make him a backman along with uh, Noah Bolter and Miller, yep. who showed uh, – sorry, not Miller, Tyler Young, yep. who showed a real bit of improvement. Who and that would allow them – Gibkiss is the one that they have been flirting with over the last two years to trial as a forward. Now, it could be Gibkiss, could be Bolter. I'm not sure which way Adam Uze Gibkiss can catch will it. want to go, but there's an athletic key forward in Josh Gibkiss who could be anything alongside Tom Lynch, who's still got one or two years to go, and we know he's not getting any younger, but – they could use that combination and still spike pretty quickly. We know about the midfield. Taranto and, and Hopper are going to be great players. They already are. You've got still got all those um, talented players we're talking about. Vloston's still got time. Jaden Short's still got time in their careers. Baker. Liam Baker as well, as we said. Shea Bolton. Dusty's still going to play as a deep forward and yep. kick your 30 or 40 goals. So, yep. look, I think they're in a reasonable shape, Richmond. I agree they still need to continue to get young draft picks, but – um, I think they're a team that you don't necessarily have to be 18, 19. You can have 21, 22-year-olds and continue to build from there. Samson Ryan. Samson Ryan's another one who's coming along. Yep. Yeah, I think he's shown some really good signs and he'll continue to improve. They've still got Ivan Soldo and Toby Nankervis, who are both younger than you think. They're both mm-hmm. like 27, 28 years of age. Do they keep Ivan Soldo? Is he another one that clubs might be targeting as a backup ruckman? Club, clubs are looking. Yeah. Port Adelaide interested. He's contracted. So I think Richmond are going to really squeeze that lemon. I mean, if you get a first-round pick for a Savaratagalea, I think people at Richmond are saying, well, is, is Savaratagalea any better player than Ivan Soldo? So I think if he does go, they'll try and get their full toll. So whether Port Adelaide can include all of these or whether it's even Ivan Soldo, can he work in with Max Gorn at Melbourne? You know, does he come and support? 
um, young Toby Conway at Geelong. I think clubs are talking about him a lot, but it's going because he's contracted, it's going to be a harder deal to do. Are you hearing anything with Richmond under Adam Uze? They might trade out some big names. Now, don't give me Dustin Martin or Tom Lynch. I mean, if people talk about Dustin Martin again, I'll... I'll do a Terry Wallace and spew up. Yes, it's been going yes. on for five years that they yep. should trade Dustin Martin. Nothing, but, obvi- nothing obvious at yeah. this point. Um, I had, so that hasn't come across my desk, Joe. You may know, you may know more, um, but from a fabric fabric point of view, I think they love Short and Baker, etc. Bolton can be a top ten player in the game yeah. if he sort of isn't already. So, uh, other than sort of the more fringe types, that's not what I've heard. Have you heard? No, any? I haven't. No. And I, I wouldn't be if I was Adam Uzo. I wouldn't be doing that, tempting that too much. And even if. People throwing up names. Tom Lynch and Dustin Martin have got to want to leave. Why would they want to leave Richmond where they've got their best mates, they've won, they've had success? Um, yep. You know, I think that maybe Uze just continues to build on what they've got. You never know. With a new game plan, a bit of a fresh voice, you know, they might be one that spike as well next year. While they've still got all this talent, and they do have a lot of talent on this list. Dusty, um, I think, will we'll keep an eye on Gold Coast over the next 12 months. He's out of contract in a year's time. Would Dimmer dangle a carrot? Just towards the end of his Once he's career. out of contract yes. and if he wants to, because Dustin Martin is going to be someone that is probably going to want to be, a, when you say a career footballer, he's going to milk all his yep. um, assets while he's still playing. So if, if a club offers him another two years yep. while he's 600. 33, 34, 35, yep. he's a guy that could keep playing that long. But maybe that's an opportunity for, for another club and the Gold Coast Suns after his contract is up. Gary Ablett came back to Geelong right. probably in a similar yeah. um, time of his career. I think that'll be one that be continue to watch. What yep. about your old mob, Joey? St Kilda. St Kilda, yeah. So a bit of talk about the Saints. Obviously, uh, Liam Henry is requested to go to St Kilda. They are right in it to get Paddy Dow. I think they're in the box seat to get him. I think it's the fire sale. He's interesting too around some of the St Kilda players. So who are some of the names that oh, are being talked about? Jack Billings, you know, I think they're desperate to move him on. Hunter Clark, I think Nick Caulfield. These guys who were taken as high picks um, in the past and just probably haven't become, you know, genuine top liners, haven't become A graders. So I think with some of the money they're being paid, Dougal Howard's another one, although he wants to stay. Oh, I think St Kilda are pretty much well open to deals on any of those guys. Yeah, I think again, I wouldn't say they're desperate to get rid of them, Jay-Z. I reckon they're just thinking those are the type of players that if they can get some currency in regards to the draft for them yep. and get another pick maybe inside 30 yep. and have, you know, they'll have then four picks inside 32, yep. I think that will become a win for them as well. He's been well um, played over his career, Jack Billings. He has, yep. So I think this would be a fair old haircut yep. for the former pick number three. So that is St Kilda, mm. but they will just continue to build through the draft and, and build around the players in their best and fairest, Wanganine Miller and Mitch Owens coming top five in the BNF. We know about Max King yep. and a few others. So they are just going to continue to build, as are the Sydney Swans, who in an interesting period, they were probably a little bit disappointing midway through the year. They came with a, a rush. We know they've moved on Lance Franklin. They've moved on Tom Hickey, Paddy McCartan, forced into retirement. They need a little bit of the bookends, but they are certainly addressing their needs and going pretty hard. Um, I, I, th- I worry a bit about the back line, Joey. I think they had Tommy Brass on the on the hook and then um, he didn't come. So then it, it leaved them in the race for Benny Mackay. They're having a look at Asava Radagalia. Dan, Dane Rampy, Tommy McCartan, question mark with the concussion. Is there still a surprise then? Is there someone else they can really try and target or yeah. is there something – that they can add because they do need another big banana down there in defence, don't they? Because they're going to get Brody Grundy. Yep. They're going to get James Jordan yep. add to their midfield and Ruckstock. Yep. I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit unsure. I love the midfield talent at Sydney. You know, I think you look at Logan McDonald, they've got some capacity to score in the forward half. I just don't know. I find them probably the hardest team in the competition to read about whether they are sort of 
just hanging around or whether they can make that step up. What do you think? It's interesting too whether is Joel Amati, Logan McDonald, Hayden McLean, is that three, three-pronged attack in the good forward enough. line good enough to, to win a premiership? I think they've got enough talent and I think they've got a, a great coach and, and a great culture that they will certainly be competitive. Who's their best player at Sydney? The best player is Errol Goulden. Mm. Errol Goulden's now their best player. Mm. It's um, amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So they're, they're, we're talking about Batman and Robin, Goulden and Warner. It's a good combination already. <laughs> you know, they've still got Parker. I know Mills will miss the start of the season, but he's still there. Papley, Heaney. Um, you know, they've still got Ollie Florent and McInerney and Nick Blakey's Blakey. coming along as a gun key. So they've got a stack. They've got a fair bit. They just can need to continue with the bookends, but they will be a big watch. The West Coast Eagles, Jay, we know where they're at. We know they've lost Shannon Hearn, Luke Shuey, Nick Natanui, Petrevsky Seaton, your man, has gone. Greg Clark, uh, Luke Foley, they've made plenty of changes. They go to the draft at the moment with pick one. We touched on it in earlier episodes. Do you think they end the draft, the trade period with pick one? No, I think they end up swapping it. They get pick two and maybe claim North Melbourne's pick 14, you know, as part of the process. I think Daniel Curtin is just a super result. I mean, we mentioned him before. Um, a key defender with Bontepelli-type moves. He can do it on the ground and in the air. He can anchor their whole rebuild for the next 12 years. That defence certainly needs some propping up. So he's perfect, as opposed to Harley Reid, who the homesick talk starts before he even goes there. And Harley Reid, he says, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good, but you just worry a little bit with that pick one investment. See the right fit. I think if they've got their choice, they take Curtin and get something else as part of the deal, which um, can help them. Like, you know, pick 12 or pick 14, I think it'd be a super bonus. Do they sparkle or fade West Coast? Is the pay, Have they hit rock bottom yet? Will, will, can they climb up off the bottom of the ladder next year? You know, how much um, – where, where do you think this is at? I just Someone said to me, said, oh, I don't know that they've actually hit rock bottom yet, well, which, I mean, well, this year was poor, but then they beat the Western Bulldogs at home. Yeah, no, they're not They're not going to I – I think they've hit rock bottom, but I don't think they're going to be – finishing any higher than bottom two. They couldn't be any worse, you're saying. You know, my take on rebuilds, it takes a lot longer than people think. So this rebuild is a long rebuild. Um, You know, they might get Matt Flynn, the ruckman from the Giants, to uh, to work with Bailey Williams as as another forward option, second ruck. They're in for the long haul. Um, If they can try and, you know, get maybe another couple of picks inside that top 20 rather than just having pick one, I think they need need quantity – as well as quality. So I'm, I'm with you. I think they should be trying to get an extra pick and swap with uh, North Melbourne. I think ideally they might have been able to trade like a Jack Darling or an Elliot Yo or another player to get inside that top 20. But I think there's a bit of a reluctance from a playing list personnel about wanting to get on that plane. I think that a lot of the players who might have fit that, ticked that box, happy in Perth with their family. And uh, Tom Barras was the big one who changed his mind, essentially. Yep. He, he, was, he was sort of looking at leaving and has decided – to stay, we know where they are at. The last club that we are going to preview, the Western Bulldogs. This is another fascinating team. Should be in the premiership window. They're going to lose Jordan Sweet, the backup ruck, another one who has requested a trade to Port Adelaide. <laughs> so he will take the uh, the reins as the number one ruck there. Um, Buku Kamis is another one whose name's been thrown around. And Hayden Crozier. But what are they looking to do, poor, uh, Western Bulldogs, this trade period? Yeah, they're looking to get pick four off Gold Coast. So I think they'll swap picks 10, 17, and a future first rounder, which is a huge haul to get up the order, get pick four, and take uh, Nick Watson. You know more about him, Joey, a small forward. Going to add some real um, crack on pop to that forward line because they got Waitman. I mean, it's amazing to go back to round one against Melbourne. They played with four key forwards. 
And I think the trend across the competitions to go smaller, more mobile, more dyna- dynamic. But they brought in Rory Lobb, kicked 24 goals um, from 20 games. They dropped him towards the end of the season. I think he's surplus to requirements of the Western Bulldogs. I, I don't think he necessarily fits. Um, and as David King and Jordan Lewis said, you know, was he, was he the right fit from the get-go for the Western Bulldogs? I think their mix is really important. I don't think they've struck the right balance of the Western Bulldogs. I think they're fascinating. Yeah, well, they're going to build around Jamara, Eugle Hagen, and Aaron Norton. And I think that's the two that yeah. is there, the, the, the one-two punch with Cody Waitman in that forward line. I think, to me, with, if they're going to lose Jordan Sweet, who is who's, is requesting a trade to Port Adelaide, yep. I think Rory Lobb becomes the backup ruck behind Tim English. I'm not sure he necessarily yeah. has to be in their best 22. Yes, we've been through it. They've had to pay a bit of money to get him, but once, now that he's there, mm. you can keep him as a backup. Maybe they do try he- and trade him and get something else in return, but, I mean, he's not the worst player to have as, as your sort of backup no. ruck if Tim if something happens to Tim English or yeah. can play if one of the other tall forwards go down. I think the question mark is whether he really wants to play ruck too. I think that's a um, a good question. All right, there should be a huge focus. The first six rounds are massive for the Western Bulldogs next year because if there is any disappointing uh, or under, underperformance, I think the pressure is like Luke Beveridge is going to be the biggest story in the game next year. Yeah, they will be. So as you said, looking like getting picked four, Nick Watson, the little wizard, will be a star small forward. Yep. So that'll add straight away. But again, it's going to be defensively for the Western Bulldogs, how they get that right. And we know about their midfield talents. They're looking at Nick Caulfield. How okay. Many, how many back flanks do they need? Like I sort of feel like... That's probably the one area where they're Well, they tried Tim O'Brien a couple of years ago. That didn't work, did it? Um, yeah. Ruku Karmas is a, is, a, is a sort of halfback flanker interceptor who's never really got a crack at it. He's sort of more of a playmaker. Yeah, like Bailey that. Williams was a halfback who they've moved to the wing. Yeah. You're right. They do seem to be filled with that, that type of player. I'm chips in on Sam Darcy. I think he yep. can be one of the best players in the game. What position? I would play, Next- him, center, I'd play him center forward. I'd play him centre forward. When they've already got Jamara and Aaron Norton. Well, that's the thing. Like I don't, I don't. Um, I think he's a centre half back. They, they need him in the back line. Yeah. They need him intercept marking the ball. Yeah. They yeah, need yeah. a gun interceptor. He, he's the one that can play as the second or third. Like not on the big banana. You got Alex Keith or yep. Gardner just to lock yep. down yep. and let him be the floater and drift across. That's how I would ease him into it for his first couple. Yeah. Like couple more years until maybe he really builds a body, builds a tank. I think I think that's a really good call. I think that's fair. I think long-term he becomes one of the best centre forwards in the competition. Yeah. But you're right whether you start him off because they've got back line, they've got worries. Gardner, Keith, yep. um, Liam Jones is not getting any younger. Yep. They, they do need to replenish that. So I think Darcy there. And they do have young Jordan Croft who will come through as a father-son mm. who's another tall that can play as a key forward down the track. Hey, that's it. Wraps up all 18 clubs. Jay-Z, it's going to be a busy trade period for you. I know you're going to be working hard. There's going to be a lot happening. There will be a surprise. Before I let you go, I'm going to put you on the spot. What's going to be the storyline? What's going to be out once trade period's done? Where do you think we're going to be turning our attention and talking about a club as either a big winner or big loser that'll be a talking point? I think what Melbourne does will be the big wild card play. Like I think whether they they can back in exactly what they've got and exactly what they do, or will they take another risk? They got their fingers burnt on the Brody Grundy deal, right? So will they will they look to do something which can help the flexibility of their spine? That has been the big question for them inside the club following the grand final. So that to me is the one I think that I will be really interested in. 
other than a lot of stuff around the key defenders that we um, have heard a lot of, I think a lot of the tension in any of the trade deals will surround Port Adelaide. What's the big move for you? I think the Bombers are going to be the big talking point. I think they are going to show their hand that they feel that they are ready. And I know Brad Scott wants patience and all those <laughs> sorts of things, but pretty quickly after the trade period, yep. there'll be a lot of hype around the Bombers again and where they go to. And finals again will be the big talk for Essendon. And you just can't keep making excuses for them. For much longer, so I think for me they will be the big story. How many times we come out of a trade period saying the Bombers have won the trade yeah, period, yes, and they've won right. a final yep. for twenty years? Yep, they need to develop that talent. Uh, I hope you enjoyed a footy talk. If you do have a question for us, you can get on Instagram at footy talk underscore pod or on TikTok at footy talk pod. Tomorrow, Daisy Thomas will be on with Bryce Gibbs to talk about his trade story. Listener.